baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Sports Talk 977 The Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Arthur Carlson running the board this morning. Welcome in, folks. Going to be a great day here. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We're brought to you by the good Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best care you're ever going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. And if you want to chime in, please do so on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line at 888-993-7762-888-993-7762. I got... Fake Coach O chomping at the bit to come on this morning. Coach, how you doing? Not too good, Terry. What's wrong, Coach? You got Alabama tomorrow. That's a that's a great challenge for you. Let me tell you something. Coach O usually excited about every Saturday he come in, and I've been for the last two weeks drinking so It does. It does. What what do the Tigers have to do to pull this victory off? Let me tell you, Lord have mercy. How much time you got? They're going to all have to come down with some kind of Asian flu or something. They're going to have to eat, uh, I don't know, bad gumbo or something. Salmonella outbreak. Uh, They're all going to have to have uh, uh, some kind of really bad stomachache or something where they can't run. Have you seen these guys run? I've seen them play, Coach. Have you seen them tackle? I've seen them tackle. They've, have you seen their fans? Uh, I try not to, but yes, I have. They ain't even tough. The fans are tough. Yeah, I know. I live with them. Well, Coach, good luck. Uh, I tell you, good luck. But, you know, we'll get you back on maybe Monday if uh, if you're out of the bunker yet. Coach, I'll say, look, I've been through this before about eight, ten times. He say, you're going you're gonna to wake up the next day. It's going to be uh, something. But anyway, we're going to go over there. With as much Boudreaux butt paste as we can fit in the van, and uh, Tigers are going to go over there with one team, one heartbeat. You know, I do have good coordinators, Dave Aranda. You got the best coordinators in the country. You tell. That's what they say, uh, and I, I do believe it. This one, how you going to play a pro team and win? I don't know, but anyway, go Tigers. Uh, we're going to, you know, I, I, I'm ready for this one. I hope the Tigers faithful law as well. So anyway, Terry, also Tuscaloosa. But to take it on to UAB, good Crimson Tide, but wish us luck. Good luck. Fake coach Ed Orgeron joining us. We'll try to get him back in here if Jamie flies back into He the probably seat. doesn't want to come back. I don't uh, I would. Do we have to send him a uh, check? You wanna... Say that again? I said, do we have to send him a check? No, he actually doesn't. I give him some, uh, some vodka and Red Bull. Out of my personal stash. Uh, he, he works for that. Yeah, he works for well, Rodney Hutchinson Red Bull. More oh, vodka than Red Bull, actually. More vodka. Yeah. yeah. Means for this vodka, game, you need Red that. Bull. Yeah. No, no word of whether or not they're going to actually give the team that. It wouldn't have, you know, it, maybe you spike the water, but that's what you do. You spike the water cooler. Uh, something like that. I mean, a- absolutely. Uh, Conspiracy! Maybe... <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> 
we're going to blame this on Les, though. No, I, I this is Les's fault. Well, Les Miles, you know, <laughs> less, five miles. Less is more. Um, no, it's not. More, more, less. Yes, that's what we have. And the, the podcast says even he says we love LSU and this ever, but even less, less, less goes in his own wisdom and saying I, I bet the house on Alabama. So find me somebody other than the most ardent. And look, I hope LSU goes and beats them. Let me let me tell you that off the bat. When I break this down and I start looking at it, again, Jamie, what I've seen over the course of the last five, six, seven years with Alabama, the people that have beaten Alabama, and there's only two teams that have really beaten them soundly. Yes. Uh, Ohio State beat them soundly. I was in the Sugar Bowl a couple years ago. I'm, I'm sorry. Ohio State beat them in the football playoff in the semifinal a couple years ago. That was an And then Oklahoma beat them in the Sugar Bowl. Right. And that's the only two times they've been beaten soundly. All right? Uh Manziel beat them. The Ole Miss quarterbacks beat them. Uh, Chad Kelly and what was the other kid's name? Like Fabio. Uh, well, he had Manziel. Um, Ole Miss beat him twice. Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson Chad, beat him. Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly and the other kid like Fabio. At any rate, the the common denominator on that has been highly mobile quarterbacks extending plays with their feet and the ability to run. The Jalen Hurts like players mm-hmm. as who's hurt Alabama because they can't really scheme for those guys. And with Danny Edling, as well as he's played, uh, they're going to stack the box and dare him to beat them. They're going to play one-on-one on the receivers uh, with very little help and say, throw it and beat us. And that's what the, that's been the game plan against LSU. And I, that's not me breaking that down. That's football guys telling me about that when I quiz them about it. That's football saying, hey, beat us. Throw the ball. LSU's not been able to do that. Well, I would say this year, Danny Edling's probably a little more mobile than given credit for, but he's going to need to be. But I think uh, Coach Orgeron has, has addressed that real early, is that pass protection is going to be, be the key to this. And, and the ability for that very, very young offensive line, which may start two true freshmen against uh, against Alabama in a very you know seasoned front. Does the word out of the frying pan into the fire mean anything to you? Yeah, I mean, this team's going to have to grow up uh, a lot in the next few hours to try to even uh, stay with Alabama. And I think most pundits believe that. I do think that, um, you know, obviously the, the play of LSU, the maturation of this team over the last few weeks is, is encouraging. But I don't think you can make up that big of a talent deficit. And I think LSU's got talent in the first 11 on both sides of the ball, but it's that depth. Well, it's been a secret, Jamie. Yeah, it's depth. It's just, it's just That's unbelievable depth. Here's something that came out. You know, we talked about McElwain last week, and obviously they chose to remove him. He gave him some, some just cause with a death threat. Uh, Alabama defensive lineman Isaiah Bugg said Wednesday. From Rusty. Uh, yes. He had received several mean-spirited messages from LSU fans. Um, <laughs> you know, why would I mean that's to be expected? They're all disheartened that he went. To he didn't Alabama. go into detail, but it did appear the messages were graphic. Hey, Here was his tweet: Woke up this morning to horrible message from Louisiana fans. How could you wish such bad things on players? I just don't get it. Uh, you know, at some point, fans, and again, the root word is fanatic. Uh, do, do I think McElwain's probably gotten death threats before? Yes. Did he probably do it when he said he did it? Probably not. And that cost him $8 million, uh, that, that embellishment, which is a note to coaches everywhere. You've got to be careful how you speak to the media because things get blown up. But, you know, the kid from Louisiana, uh, and I think kids from Louisiana, take a lot of grief from certain fans because they chose to go to Alabama or whatever school. And Alabama is, is the 900-pound elephant in the room. 
Uh, you know, you said it yourself. When Louisiana loses a kid, a high-level kid like that to Alabama, it's very far more impactful than if Florida loses a Florida kid uh, to another school because of the, the population density and the number of players. Uh, but yet this young man chose to go, i got no problem with you going wherever you want to go where you feel it's like in your best interest. I, I don't. I've got zero problem with that, and I know some people do. Look, Terry, I t- I t- let me just say, okay, secret out you know, there. I think it's a bad secret around here. Um, there is the widespread. And again, I can't, I've never seen, you know, you can't trace cash, right? It's difficult to trace cash. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen at LSU and everywhere else because it probably does. But there's a, there's some outside influences here that are, that, that there's an Alabama connection still here. It's Alabama connection everywhere, Jamie. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't know as far as, you know, whether it's done with, how it's done, but um, you know, it, I will just say this: it's a uh, they do it very well, and they do it when um, they get the players because this was a prime year. For example, with the coaching turnover at LSU, Saban saw an opening and he, he exploited it, which is what he's known to do. Um, I don't blame him for that. It's just that, unfortunately, uh, I'd like to see. I could handle losing Alabama. I just hate losing to him with so many Louisiana kids. But yeah, let's look hard right up for a second. Here's the exception I it, take it, on that. It's there. They're right though. Look, I don't. I don't think a Louisiana kid owes the state of school of Louisiana anything. I don't think an Alabama kid owes the state of Alabama anything. I think they do what we all do. If you have a better opportunity for yourself and your family somewhere else, you take that. Now I know I get that. Hey, we have public education. The taxpayers fund it. And all. I get all that. But why are we asking? Why are we holding kids to a different standard? Do right. we hold adults to? All right, let me all right, look, and I've recruited all over the country. I got no problem with a kid where they think their best interest is. None. I Zero. Look, I don't care if they go to Okie Pinocchio State. But the point is, Terry, and because I, I lived in Alabama, I can tell you the same rationale is used on Alabama kids that it is on Louisiana kids. You want to work in the state of Alabama after you graduate? Go to Alabama or Auburn. Right. Depending on the fan base that you're talking to. So, yes, I mean, there you've got the dynamic of two large SEC schools. Here you've got the, you know, just LSU. But, you know, I don't like to see any kid leave the state, um, whether it be Nickel State, Tech, Southeastern, ULM. I don't care as long as they stay in the state. I'd love to see that. I wish that programs here were attractive enough so they'd want to. Um, you know, why kid – you know, I can understand, too, why a kid would go down. But I can tell you this much. Just be aware that you're going to have a kid just as talented, if not more, recruited in the same class as you are, and maybe in the class before or maybe in the class after. That's why they're so good. It's not that they don't get good players. They get even better the next year. I mean, they've, they've been the top recruiting schools in the country the last six out of the last seven years. That's fine. All well and good. You may think you belong in there, and you, you may very well be that way. Just keep in mind, maybe take a while before you see the field. LSU has put 22 freshmen, true freshmen, on the field this year. Why? Because that's all they got. Okay? That's problematic, and we've talked about that before. Part of that is your recruiting. Part of it is less miles. Part of it is not being able to retain certain players academically or behavior-wise or other. But if you're a Power 5 school, and LSU is a top-10 program by anybody's definition. I'm sorry it is. That's on you. I know you've had a bunch go to the pros. I get that. 
that's on you and balancing your recruiting classes. I feel no sorrow whatsoever in that respect. None. I don't feel it for Alabama. I don't feel it for Ohio State. I don't feel it for Michigan. That's Michigan fan. We lost so many guys to the NFL. Okay. A lot of people lose them to the NFL. That's where your depth factors in. The reason Alabama is so far ahead of everybody else right now is because of that depth. They balance the roster. They balance the roster. They have unlimited depth. They do it better than anybody else in the country. They're reaping the benefits from that. Uh, we're going to get into uh, – there's a couple texts I want to read. I feel like I want to drink some Hennessy right now. You're, you know. I'm just, look, I tell you the truth. I don't pull punches with it. I never have. Am I an LSU fan? Yes. My daughter and my money go to LSU. Uh, am I realistic? And I say Alabama is the best program in America, hands down. Yes, it is. Whether you like it, whether you don't, they are the gold standard for the past five years. I know. Maybe I'm so, longer. I'm somewhat surprised we haven't heard from Bama Jim yet. But he knows it. Yeah. He also is a North Carolina He's also going to be on suicide watch when Nick Saban leaves and, or retires or yeah. the rest of the SEC figures it out and they hire a hitman. Uh, whatever it is they have to do. I want to get into the, some comments, though. Uh, Richie Incognito. Our bullying uh, dude from formerly of the Miami Dolphins, now with the Buffalo Bills, back in the news. Go figure. Idiots continue to be idiots. They're like zebras. They don't change their stripes, folks. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you appropriately enough by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. A tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Call Bobby. He's the guy for you. 318. 318- 3214 Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. Washtenaw Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. 
found the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. Good morning. Here's latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly cloudy skies with a 30% chance of rain in the forecast for today with a high of 83 degrees. Mostly cloudy, 30% chance of rain on tonight, a low 65. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow and a high of 81 degrees. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 977. Jamie Fox, the new Sports Talk 977. The old Ed, who else is This is, uh, I we need to be sponsored by like Metamucil, don't you think? Or, or Phillips Milk or something like that. I, don't I, I can think of a few sponsorships that, uh, that I would prefer. I, why would, uh, why not? I mean, you know, hey, don't, even, don't even go there. We get accused of being old men. By the way, a little, uh, little aside here. Uh, i tell you how bad Ogeron doesn't want to play this game. He turned down a fishing, shark fishing trip from Jim McElwain. Uh, to go said, shark fishing? Hey, I'm free this week. <laughs> you want to go shark fishing? And, you know, who holds the camera? You know, That's from, the question. Being from South Louisiana, that was a, that was a it was hard to say no. You, you can make the uh, the argument that Coach O is going shark fishing, maybe like on a surfboard looking for a great white. Maybe so. Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. <laughs> You hear that Jaws music playing in the background? Okay, speaking of Jaws, hey, there's two types of people in the world, James Fox, right? Tell me if you agree just, with this or not. Who? Well, there's two types of people that are most predictable people on the planet. Okay. They're very predictable. You might like them, you might not like them. And let me tell you something. If you don't recognize either one of these types of people, that means you probably are one of these two types of people. Mm. And ask your friends, they'll be like, if they tell you, well, you know, if they hesitate, yeah, that tells you you are. Criminals? Okay. And idiots. Uh, all right. They don't change. If you're a criminal, you do criminal things. If you're an idiot, you make dumb decisions consistently. Uh, do we have an example? We do have an example. Okay. Uh, Richie Incognito, raise your hand. Okay. Now, Richie Incognito was the guy that bullied Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I believe. Yeah, uh, whatever his name. Marvin Taylor. Yeah, he, he, quit, he bullied a guy that. Six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds. To the point where he quit. To the point where he quit. He felt bad about it. They traded him to San Francisco, which would probably be a good place for him. Uh, he quit out there. He didn't want to play football anymore because of Richie Incognito, because he so psychically uh, damaged him, psychologically damaged him. Anyway, I'm not condoning bullying. I'm just saying neither one of these guys are real good people. Uh, Richie Incognito given another chance to play in the NFL yes. because he's really good at what he does. And so you have the really good player, really big idiot ratio, and apparently the really good player overrides the idiot ratio, at least to this point. So he's with the Buffalo Bills, and so he had some criticism uh, of the NFL on Thursday. Uh, His team got beat 34-21 by the Jets, and they asked Incognito about Thursday games. Uh, Ever so eloquently, Richie Incognito they suck. They throw a wrench in our schedule. It's absolutely ridiculous we have to do this. As physical as this game is, as much work and preparation that goes into this, hey, I'm with you so far, Richie. A lot of work, a lot of preparation. I, I Dude, I'm totally with you. They force us to play games on four-day week. It's completely unfair and expletive deleted. 
Now, here's the interesting thing about it. The league makes money off of it, and that's all they care about anyway. I'm curious to know what Richie's salary is, because out of the money that the league makes, they pay your moron self a lot of money to go crash into other dudes. The league, us, all they care about is making it. It's a business, you moron. Well, maybe he wants to uh, play incognito. I don't know. Oh, my. I mean, what do you think Richie Incognito is doing if we don't have professional law? I mean, wrestling can only have so many people, right? Well, uh, incognito, of course, is – I don't know. He's, he's about tapped out. I would say he's in his mid-30s, which is – you know. But it goes to show you, Terry, uh, if you're good enough, you'll get hired. Even with uh, the baggage of an incognito, he got picked up by the Bills. So all this uh, stuff about Wise and Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Kaepernick is what. I, I, I'm not even going there. Let yeah. me tell you about Eric Wood. But incognito. Eric Wood, for example. Who's the center? He's Here, also. In here's court. what he says. I, Eric Wood, center for the bull, uh, for the Bills. I'm not going to complain about it. Everybody's got to do it. I thought we were prepared. When the lights come on, we just didn't make enough plays. Thank you, Eric Wood, for standing up and taking accountability for your job. I was out late last night at a football game, Jamie Foxx. I really didn't want to get up this morning. Funny thing about it, if I don't get up and go to work, I don't get paid. So that luxury Mercedes in the parking lot out there wouldn't be. Wait, there's no luxury Mercedes. No, well, there are. Not my car, however. But that's what you do when you're an adult. This is a, a, a lot of the reason, and I'm not getting into the, to the kneel downs and all that stuff. This is a partial reason that people are growing weary of the NFL is the constant whining. Do I like the Thursday games? Are they probably a lot more difficult? Yes. It is a business. It is a business, you moron. Well, they obviously saw, you know, the, and we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, obviously, the NFL saw this as a marketing opportunity to play on Thursday nights. Um, it's supply and demand, Jamie. It is. There is a demand, so they supply it. But that demand is diminishing for a number of reasons. Well, you have the NFL Players Association guys saying, hey, we don't care what happens 20 years from now. We want ours now. And you're also going to London to play games, which I don't know if that sits real well with American fans. Uh, not Nothing against London, but I think it's just, you know, and you, the franchises, the relocation of franchises, uh, disrespecting the fan bases in those, even though the, even though the owners do have a right to do it, it doesn't mean, and you're finding this out, uh, the Charger Charger fans, is that you're not necessarily received so well in your old in your new town. Los Angeles could care less whether the Chargers are there. Breaking news, Jamie Fox. I love doing this. Okay. Uh, Roger Goodell takes one to the lower midsection, at least for one week only. The second uh, United States Court of Appeals has granted a request to stay uh, the Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Elliott suspension. He will play this week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I think he'll probably play the rest of the season. At least for one week. They've, they've executed a stay. So, Roger Goodell and the boys take one here. And my question is, if you're the Cowboys, it's almost like Tom Brady. Eventually, they're probably going to get you at some point. So, the last six games of the season, first get six games of the season, but the Players Association fighting it? I like it. And uh, a panel of judges? Federal judges will convene next week to hear Elliott's request for an injunction that overturns Judge Catherine Falia's ruling Monday. Uh, he could start serving suspension as early as week 10, which would be, I guess, next week. Terry, does this uh, does this surprise you now that Jerry Jones is one of the owners that came out and said, 
hey, I'm not real, I'm not real fired up about extending Rogers' contract. No, uh, he and about 16 other owners are not fired up about it. Jerry Jones did a, does a great thing. Whether you like Jerry Jones or you don't, Jerry Jones is a businessman first. Yes. Okay. Hence the term business. And so he was able to take a lot of this angst about the NFL because the Cowboys' popularity is still very high despite the NFL's rankings dropping. Right. Okay? Jerry Jones gave fans a bad guy. And it's not the players. It's Roger Goodell. Jerry Jones painted him as the bad because everybody's got to have somebody to hate. Who can you blame all this on? Oh, Roger Goodell. And Roger Goodell is not a sympathetic figure to begin with. So Jerry Jones has done a great job. This is almost WWE-like. He has done a great job casting Roger Goodell as the villain. And Roger Goodell is like, yep, I'm the villain. You got my $44 million check? Yep. And it's, it's worked very well. And Jerry has changed the narrative about the players. Well, that's the storyline within the storyline. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's how to diffuse uh, attention away from some things going on off the field that are not reflecting well on the league at least as far as ratings and so forth. So what do you do? Yeah, you, I mean, and Goodell can take it. I mean, for $44 million, I can take it. For $44 million, you uh, can tell me anything you want. You can call me Louise Mandrell. I don't care. Um, just make sure the check is good. Um, that is that is fair. Um, it, the NFL is, is finding ways. The Ezekiel, this thing is, you notice this thing has kept going all season long so far, this, this uh, protracted, you know, lawsuit. And it's... Uh, so there's obviously an acrimonious working relationship between the NFL and their players, um, and that hasn't probably set real well with the fans. Um, now incognito, as you say, fans read about that. Owners moving franchises. There's a lot of moving parts right now with uh, with what's going on in professional football, and uh, that's why, um, you know, of course, college football viewership is off as well. Stadium attendance is off as well. You mentioned the Thursday night game right about how uh it's being driven by i'm i'm going to tell you right now i think there's a there's a saturation issue right now i would agree with that and where it didn't exist probably three to four years ago and i talked mark kramer and i talked the old guys said you know how big a deal monday night football was you'd stay up side underneath the sheets with your flashlight or whatever after your parents sent you to bed at nine and until you wanted to watch the halftime uh there was something it, it was an event it was made to be an event now you can watch it, you know, every 30 seconds there's a football game on. So um, I think that's her. Uh, last night, though, the Mid-American Conference, they've already played their schedule for this week. They all played on Tuesday's win, so the heck with it. We're not going to play. I-, I wanted to watch it. I just, you know, had Well, to if you're it. a smaller school, Jamie. I watched a little bit of it, but it's hard to get a passing interest. I'll give you a great example, and we're, we're going to go to break after this. But your market and your fan base, if there's a larger school around, they're going to go to that great example is Southeastern in Hammond. And they've been decent in football since they brought it back. If they're playing on a Saturday and LSU has a home game on Saturday, they move to Thursday. Well, Southeast, no, they're, they're, if they play it, their attendance is going to drop 40% because those people are going to go to Baton Rouge and watch the Tigers play instead of going to, to Hammond to watch Southeastern play. So it's, it's competition and it's knowing what your market and your fan base will accept. Got a bunch of text to read when we get back. We got some college football stuff to go over, a little few predictions. Yeah. Uh, including an LSU-Alabama score, a couple texts in uh, about uh, fake coach Ed Orgeron, a couple other things. Ryan, I do appreciate that. Uh, I think it was Ryan that told me it was uh, Bo Wallace 
Yeah, Bo uh, Wallace was Ole Miss quarterback yeah. at Ole Miss. Uh, yeah. Was a Texas transfer, I think. No, uh, I, I know he's from Tennessee originally, right? Not right there. Yeah, but I think he was. A, I want to say he was a Texas transfer. He May have been. Texas, Bo Wallace. At any rate, you're listening to, he, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. A little 40 has slipped there, folks. Yeah, have you been in the Hennessy? I've been in the Hennessy this morning. Sports Talk 97.7. The Edge of Segment brought to you by our friends at Jimmy Cooley. Reminding you to support a worthwhile cause. The Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. Rocket Fast Car Wash. Rocket Fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. Sparkling clean in four minutes. We'll show you how. Get it clean as can be. Yeah, baby, right now. Come on down. You will see. A great wash. Breathe vacuums. Now with six locations from Monroe to our newest on Mansfield Road in Shreveport. Hey Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get a real Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Join us for game day in Ruston, Louisiana on Saturday, November 4th as Louisiana Tech football takes on North Texas at 2.30. Presented by CenturyLink. Come home to the Tech campus for homecoming 2017. Be sure to visit latechalumni.org to plan your homecoming weekend. Don't wait till game day to buy tickets to the game. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit latechsports.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Wow. And welcome back. Sports Talk, the new Sports Talk, 97.7. The edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox on a football Friday, the weird Bama week. So you want to go to the Alabama? You LSU want to go game? to the Alabama LSU game? What if I told you you could get a seat for sixty-eight dollars on StubHub? A piece? Yeah, oh yeah, a yeah, piece. A sixty-eight dollar a ticket. Uh, you you sit in the upper level of the northern end zone, pretty close to Birmingham on that seat. But you Jamie, can see Birmingham. You can from see there. Birmingham from there. Yeah, uh, it's not the end of the world, but you can see it from there. Uh, if you want the best seats that you can get. Jamie, they got a seat on the Alabama sideline at midfield, four hundred and forty-five dollars a piece, which is uh, I, I probably a pretty reasonable selection, wouldn't you think? Uh, yeah, I would love to know. Um, four forty-five, you say sixty-eight dollars seems a little steep for me, but then again, I'm. Uh, I know this is uh, uh, here's the bizarre this, one. This, the market's driving it, and the LSU sideline. You can get on the 50-yard line on the LSU sideline, lower level, $225 a piece. That's not bad. 
that is that's a lot of money. I'm sorry, I just can't I can't justify. It. No, but I'm I'm, I'm cheap. Um, well, let me see what I get for three hundred dollars, Jamie. Um, that's more in line of your uh, your price range, right? Well, go ahead and stick a, stick a knife <laughs> in me, Terry. Go ahead. I'm I done. do it daily, Jamie. Stick a, a fork in me. I'm do done it anyway. Okay, let's let's get into some of these college football games All this right. weekend. I think we got some good ones. You got your list over there. Yeah. Let's roll with it. Okay, well, we're going to call this pick four, um, and this is we'll we'll go across the college landscape. We're going to start with the Power Five, and uh, we're in locally. Uh, let's let's work up to the Southeastern Conference. So let's start way out west in the Pac-12. Um, I say play football there. They still do. It's the uh, Pac-12 after night, um, and these are the, the top four that I, your humble uh, host here, uh, picked that I thought might be worth your viewing. If unlike Terry and I, who are asleep at eight o'clock at night, that be buddy. Okay, here we go, uh, Terry, and I'm just going to turn it over to you. I'm going to I'm going to let you pick. Um, just give me time to write down the scores, and if anybody wants to chime in on the text, we'd love to hear from you. But let's begin with Mike McIntyre's Colorado Buffaloes taking on Rich Graham's Arizona State Sun Devils. That will be in Tempe. Colorado at Arizona State. What say you, Terry Walker? Does somebody have to win that game? Yeah. They should give both teams losses and close no, the program. This, this, is not, this is not one to fill a fight of the week in Houston. Uh, Colorado's better and Arizona State. So you, uh, Colorado's better than they used to be. I'm, I'm educated. Arizona State, I, you know, I'll give you Arizona State. Well, you're going to give it a score? Okay, yeah. I think Arizona State wins this one uh, pretty easily. I'm going to say 42 to 21 because nobody plays defense out that way. Okay. Colorado 21. Uh, all right. Stanford, the Cardinals, the trees. The trees go to your favorite school in the Pac 12, Washington State, to take on Mike Leach's fighting wazoo. Cougars, Stanford and Washington State, what say you? I'm going to surprise you on this one. I'm a big Mike Leach fan. If everybody knows, you listen to the show, huge Mike Leach fan. I'm going to tell you the trees go up there and get it done, and here's why. I think so, too. Mike Leach is contemplating all these possible job openings. He's trying to decide which Power 5 uh, big-time program to go to. Do I go back to the Big 12? where he would like nothing better to go back to the Big 12 and wreak havoc upon Texas Tech and take $2 million worth out of their backside, or do I go back to the SEC where he had some success in Kentucky as the offensive coordinator? Does he go to Tennessee? Does he go to one of these other schools and uh, make Nick Saban have sleepless nights because he won his offensive uh, is a the genius that he is? I think Mike Leach is overlooking some things. I think the trees of Stanford – Go up to Washington State and win that one 28-27. Well, my, my, my. Did you get the uh, the uh, press presser that I sent you on Mike Leach where he eviscerated a, uh, a reporter who, who tried to admonish him for being 40 minutes late? Show me he's not ready for the SEC. You don't do that. Well, my, my, my. SEC media days. Leach and Saban back-to-back. God, that would be worse. Does anybody have a question? No. Anybody? No. Exactly. All right. Uh, Willie Taggart's Oregon Ducks go to take on Chris Peterson's Washington Huskies in Seattle. Oregon, I believe, five and four right now. Terry, uh, Oregon at Washington in Seattle. I don't think either one of them are very good. I think Oregon is Oregon is similar to LSU. What do you mean they're not very good? They're five and four. They're not very good. What about Washington? Okay, I haven't got to Washington yet. Okay. All right. Oregon has a similar path to LSU about the last, I would say, five to six years. They've been really, really, really good. Haven't been able to cash in the national championship. Been there twice. 
they've been good, and they have fallen on hard times. They've changed coaches. It hasn't helped. Uh, they've not been the same since Chip Kelly left. Sort of like LSU has not been the same since they Although Les had some very, very successful years of national championship and played for another. Uh, I think that Oregon loses to Washington. I think Washington is better than Oregon. I don't think Washington is, is nearly maybe what they were even a year ago. But uh, I'm going to take the Huskies in this one. Uh, probably 35-21. All right, 35-21. Terry says Washington 35, Oregon 21. The fighting Phil Knights uh, bite the dust to go to 500. All right, here's my upset of the week. Um, Arizona at USC. Rich Rod has got the Wildcats playing well. Uh, USC is uh, inconsistent. I'm going to go with Arizona that one. I'll let you pick the score. Arizona at USC. Did Notre Dame get beat? Did they beat USC last week or was that two weeks ago? It was last week, correct? Last, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Beat them like a bad hat. Yeah, beat, beat them bad. Uh, I think USC rebounds in All the right. Coliseum. All right. Uh, I'm not, I've never been sold on Arizona or Rich Ride. If it had been in the desert, probably would have leaned that way. I think USC bounces back because uh, about the time that you think the USC job is pretty secure, they lose some big games. And then that fan base is impatient. Imagine that, a fan base impatient. And after the Dodgers' uh, demise in Game 7, by the way, Lonzo Ball last night for the Lakers held scoreless. And the headlines were passive Lonzo Ball and Lakers lose again. Uh, I I think USC brightens the day. Uh, A SoCal fan. I think USC gets this thing done. Uh, I I would say 38 I think they distance themselves from the rich rods. All right, well, uh, bright lights kind of guy that you are. All right, so that takes care of the Pac-12 after dark. I believe we got time real quick before the break to go to Big 12, or do you want to go ahead? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, let's hit Big 12. Let's hit Big 12 real quick. We'll start uh, uh, guns up in Lubbock. Kansas State, the fighting Bill Snyders, take on Cliff Kingsbury, Texas Tech Red Raiders in Lubbock. Morally, I cannot pull for Texas Tech after what they did to Mike Leach. So I don't care who they're playing. I'm opposed to Texas Tech. Uh, simply on principle, Kansas State. You know, this could be the last hurrah for Bill Snyder. Yeah, I think Bill's on his way out. Did this? Could, I mean, I hope not good for good. Yeah, I, this, yeah. this could be his last season. Ooh, sorry I think about that, Kansas Bill. State has a little bit uh, made of a play, and they've been wildly inconsistent as well. Yeah, they've been tough. Uh, you just don't know. Texas Tech has scored a lot of points. They don't guard anybody. The one thing you can say about Kansas State is usually they're very good defensively. So the lower-scoring game is obviously going to favor them. A higher-scoring game is Texas Tech. I, you know, I'm morally, I'm going to be for uh, for Kansas State to go down there. Uh, 28-21. Kansas State. The Wildcats of Kansas State. All right, here's one I'm kind of uh, – because I think it's intriguing. 4-4 uh, and four Texas at TCU. Uh, Gary Patterson's Horned Frogs host the Longhorns in Fort Worth. Just when you count the horns out, uh-oh, they'll come out with a win, but it's not going to be this week. Okay. Uh, Thought you were going to one in. No, no, no. I think it'll be close for a long time, and I think TCU will prevail. I'm going to say a punt return by Turpin, uh, a big play by Turpin, their it's playmaker, is going to be the difference with the line. Because, what, he cash in uh, four touchdowns against the Longhorns? Yeah, a 95-yarder last week against Iowa State. Uh, was it four touchdowns uh, his freshman year against Texas? Yes. 
four or five. Yeah. Well, I think you scored two touchdowns against that. I did. I'm, I'm, uh, I may be taller than Javante. That, that, that was a bad Texas defense. I think they're improved. I still don't think they're where they want to be. They're four and four. You know, they're paying Tom Herman the multi-million dollar dude if, if he turned it around. So we'll see in a couple years. Uh, TCU, I think, is hitting on all cylinders. I think they're ticked after the Iowa State game, although Iowa State proved that they're no fluke. By the way, a very good friend of mine is a, is a basketball coach in Texas, high school coach. His son, uh, Marchie Murdoch, mm-hmm. big-time receiver. Oh, he's the caught, he caught a touchdown. Yeah, he caught a touchdown. Ball. Very, very good player. Great friend of mine over there. Uh, but an Illinois transfer. Okay. He's a Metroplex kid. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I see TCU getting this thing done. Uh, everybody uh, gets motivated to play against the Longhorns in the state of Texas. And so I see TCU 42, Texas 28. All right, we got a couple more to please try to get to before the break. Let's start with, uh, speaking of Iowa State, the Cyclones are in Morgantown this week to take on Dana Hogerson and the West Virginia Mountaineers. You're out of the cornfields. Halloween is over. Michael Myers is checked back into the asylum. Uh, I don't think Iowa State handles the success, and I hope they do, especially my friend, uh, my friend's son. I don't see them handling that success, Jamie. I see, uh, I see the Mountaineers coming out on top on that one, high-scoring game, uh, 52-41. Woo! I think, of, I think it's a lot of, a lot points, of points to be there. Our good friend Warren just found you. Bill Snyder is 96 years old. Uh, pretty close, Warren. I think you're only a few years off. Uh, and, and, of course, real quick before the break, uh, it's Bedlam Week. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Uh, I don't know who I like less. Um, probably Oklahoma. Uh, they are going to Stillwater. Um this one has a lot of implications. You've got two great quarterbacks, Mason Rudolph at Oklahoma State, Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma. And uh, we'll see who comes out on top, the swag of Mayfield or the consistency of Rudolph. Who do you like in this one? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, and for you guys that have not lived in that area or not familiar with it, this has every bit of the hatred yes. that Auburn and Alabama have. Every bit of it. It's just a Midwestern version. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma is big brother. Oklahoma State is little brother. That's the way it's always been. There's no, you could go over at Oklahoma State if you beat Oklahoma, which is what propelled Les Miles. Yes, it did. More so than anything else, his ability to beat suits uh, into the fame. You know, where's the game at? Is it at Oklahoma? It's in Stillwater. <clears throat> it's in Stillwater. Oklahoma still. Do they have a chance? Maybe what were they ranked in the playoffs when it came out? I, uh, were they six? I believe. Yeah, I mean they Something still have a they still have a fighting chance of potentially going into that. Jamie, I'm going to think about that over the break. I don't want to give you a prediction. Yet. I, let me think about that. You are listening to Sports Talk 97.7. We come back. Your text, your thoughts. We'll finish the Bedlam series. We'll get into stuff. Yeah, Bill Snyder's relate. Bill, we'll give Bill Snyder's relate, which is, is not going to be the point spread for the LSU Alabama game. By the way. You're listening to Sports Talk 977. This is sponsored by our friend Spinevale. Careful. Yes. If it's the LSU fan, by two. Spinevale. Lady Lady Monroe. 318-807-1060. Spinevale in Monroe. Back in a minute. We will, we will rock you. 
I've been with Brick Greens Rapid Lube and Wash since 1994 because I really enjoy my job. I like my job. I like my customers. Michael Moore likes his job, likes his customers at Rick Green's Rapid Lube and Wash in West Monroe. We have some really good customers. Uh, a lot of our customers have turned out to be pretty good friends of ours. I've seen a lot of our customers' children from the time they were born to the time they started driving. We have taken care of a lot of our customers' cars, their children's, and their grandchildren's cars. One of the biggest compliments I've gotten is having a customer call me and tell me what a great job our team did. Matt Talbert, General Manager for Rick Breen's Rapid Lube and Wash. Our managers and technicians will not just sell you a service that you don't need. Every service we offer is based off a recommendation from the manufacturer based on your driving conditions. Rick Breen's Rapid Lube and Wash, trusted since 1985 with any make, any model in Monroe, West Monroe, Ruston, and Rick Breen's com are you do Washita Valley making good things happen you want a credit union it works as hard as you do you want the very best people looking out for you Washita Valley Making good things happen. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. This is Uncommon Moments. Here's former Super Bowl winning NFL coach Tony Dungy and his wife Lauren sharing from their book Uncommon Marriage. When Lauren and I first married, we prayed together in the evenings. Now that I'm no longer coaching, we find the best time to pray together is in the mornings. Early on, we asked God for two things. First, that he would give us his infinite wisdom and direction, and second, that he would put us on the same page, and he's done that. Over the years, we've come to realize that when we're frustrated with each other or if things aren't going right in our lives, it's because we haven't spent time praying or communicating about spiritual matters. It's true. The more time you spend with God, the more fulfilling your life and your marriage will be. Tony and Lauren Dungy, authors of Uncommon Marriage, learning about lasting love and overcoming life's obstacles together. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, Arthur Carlson running the board for us this morning straight out of WKRP. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. You are welcome to chime in as many folks have, on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line, 888 
888-993-7762. A couple of your checks out there. Uh, Nunn says uh, the tickets for LSU Alabama are cheaper than they used to be. And uh, also, water is wet. Uh, <laughs> Dotson, uh, Quinn and Dotson, yes. Dotson Quinn, however you say that. Pac-12 is about as irrelevant as the Sun Belt. Uh, also, that Mike Leach wins this one to cement his move to the SEC. Larry, can you see Chip Kelly in Florida or back with the Ducks? I think the thing holding Chip Kelly right now is does he have a show called against him or does he not? Right. Because he probably would have taken something last year when Oregon was open last year. Uh, does Kevin Sumlin keep his job or does his seat heat up after Auburn? I think Kevin Sumlin needs to finish pretty strong, which he's not been doing uh, in the last couple of years. So I still think Kevin Sumlin and Jamie Bales. Let's, and I want to talk about that next week. But let's get back to the Bedlam series. I'm going to take uh, the Sooners to spoil the mullet man uh, and Mike Gundy. I'm taking the Sooners. I think Baker Mayfield is too much. And he plants his flag firmly in the, uh, the Cowboys. Where you, where, you, where you plant your flag. In, in front of the midfield uh, at the Cowboys for Oklahoma State. I'm going Oklahoma 35, Oklahoma State 31. Mm, bedlam. Bedlam. All right. Off to the Big Twelve, Big Ten. Yeah, we'll get through these a little quicker. Uh, Minnesota at Michigan. Uh, Minnesota. You want me to repeat that for you? And Betty White, Minnesota at Michigan. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of a bad this Saturday is, Night Live. This is in Ann Arbor, and this is uh, uh, Mr. Congeniality, Jim Harbaugh, host the Golden Gophers of P.J. Black. I think he gets some extra milk with his steak this week, and right. I think Michigan easily wins that game. Uh, 42-10. I think it's a blowout. All right. Uh, that, for that, you'll get the uh, all-expense Patriots from Indianapolis. Uh, Wisconsin, the Badgers. Well, 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 let me guess who they're playing. The Girl Scouts of America? Yeah, the Caitlyn Jenner All-Stars? That's a little harsh, Terry. Who do they play? Trinidad and Tobago? No, they play the Indiana Hoosiers oh. in Bloomington. Do they play? They really play football there, or is it basketball? Now, I'd go see that basketball game. Uh, of course you would. But... This is still outdoors, and uh, the Badgers are, I, I think, prohibitive favorites in this one. I think uh, those you doubt are that you are. I think they're number five in the poll. So what do you say, Terry Waldrop? I say that Iowa is not a basketball no, game. I say that Iowa is upset because they have the reputation of the softest schedule in America. Not this year. And, and your boys at Wisconsin said, hey, hold my beer, watch this. And give me the score. Oh, moral. I mean, Wisconsin, uh, they'll probably – They'll probably blow this one out 21-17 over a team that would finish like fourth in District 2-1-A. A nail-biter. Okay. All right, here's one. I see I see an upset. I smell an upset here. Penn State at Michigan State. Nah. Penn State's tick. They're going in there. They had Ohio State beat. Uh, I think they're really good. I like James Franklin. I, I like what they've done with the Nittany Lions. Uh, they know they've got a great chance. To get back to the to the or to get into the college football playoff, they've got to finish strong. Every game for them is a playoff game. They go handle Michigan State. Uh, they need style points in this, Jamie. Yes, they really need style points. Uh, I'm going to say 35-14. All right, we got to scoot because we're running at real quick. Ohio State at Iowa. Ohio State at Iowa. <laughs> Ohio State by a lot. Okay. Uh, ACC. Georgia Tech at Virginia. Oh, it threw up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, Why? Wow, I've never been to – what do you got against Virginia? They're, they're, they're not very good. Yeah, they're better. They're, they're better. They're better than what? Bronco Mendenhall. Iowa? You, 
Oh, you're killing Who me. Do you, you don't like <laughs> Iowa. You don't like Virginia. Just give me score. Georgia Tech and Virginia. I, I guess I'll take Georgia Tech. I don't know. All right, all right, all right. They score a lot of points, 42 to 35. All right, very good. Syracuse at Florida State. Now, Syracuse has got a little bit more respect on me. Florida State has got to get bowl eligible. Uh, they're probably going to be scheduling that game on Monroe. It's probably already in the state. So I'm going uh, Florida State. Okay, to win. Tw- yeah, Florida State to win, 28-14. All right, very good. Clemson at, this is a good one, North Carolina State. Clemson. Okay. Easily. Clemson, right. uh, 35, North Carolina State, probably 17. I, I think Clemson is really, really good. Okay. Uh, Virginia, this is upset alert. Virginia Tech down in uh, Ebiscayne or Coral Gables to take on Mark Rick's Miami Hurricane. I'd say the turnover bling gets turned to uh, bad jewelry. I think my, I like my, I love Mark Rick. I think Miami has been living on a prayer to quote the old Bon Jovi song. I think Wednesdays at Virginia Tech go down there, take care of the business, crash the Hurricanes party, and win that game 28-21. I hate it when I agree with you. All right, real quick, the SEC, Auburn at Texas A&M. Yeah, good Auburn, bad Auburn. Jekyll and Hyde, Texas A&M the same way. i got to go Auburn. Yeah. In, uh, in College Station. In College Station, yeah. I'm yeah. just not convinced with Texas A&M. I think Auburn's a better team. I'm going to go Auburn 28, Texas A&M 17. Very good. Uh, Georgia at South Carolina. Uh, Georgia by a lot. I think I, uh, <laughs> pick it. Georgia by a whole lot. Okay. Uh, the, oh, the Battle of the Sabanites. Battle of the Sabanites it is. Okay, now this one has a little more interest to me than than I would have thought at the beginning of the season. Malik Zaire, the starting quarterback, Zaire. Excuse me, Notre Dame fans, but I don't like you either. Uh, Malik Zaire, the Notre Dame transfer, gets the nod this week, and he takes on the once-fighting Jim McElwain, to Missouri, Florida at Mizzou. Now, Mizzou's playing better. You have to give. All right, I just. Uh, oh, you're killing me, Jamie. You know, Missouri's you... playing better than what? Better than better than they did against the high school? Obviously, do not ever listen to Lynn Scarborough. He he knows a little bit more about Missouri than we do. Go ahead and give me a score. Florida at Missouri. Uh, you know, this tells you how far Florida, because, you know, we got a couple minutes here. It tells you how far Florida has fallen. If they take the fail quarterback at Notre Dame and they're putting him in there going, hey, he's our guy. But I tell you what, if he's your guy against anybody, it's Missouri. I think Florida has the dead cat bounce. You know what that is? Yes. You drop a cat off a bill, he bounces a little <laughs> bit. Florida gets the dead cat bounce. They get the post-McElwain euphoria. And Florida fan, Florida fan is now like LSU guy. They're trying to figure a way to get the college football playoff after they beat Missouri. Well, you know, if we beat these guys, we beat, we can run the table. I think Florida goes up there and beats Missouri. I really do. I think you're going to see uh, Florida 21, Missouri 10. Very good. Or maybe it's even an overtime game. If Florida wins it, Missouri's running for a touchdown, drops the ball, and Florida picks it up and runs it 100 yards back for the touchdown. That would be apropos yeah. of the way these two uh, team seasons have gone. Okay, now uh, – LSU at Alabama. All right, uh, the last one. Vegas is uh, Vegas has got this a twenty-one point, anywhere from twenty to twenty-four points, uh, somewhere in the uh, in that range. Alabama is the prohibitive favorite, as well they should be. But do the LSU Tigers have a puncher's chance? Well, you always got a chance. You've got talent. Absolutely, crazy things could go on, and you need crazy 
to beat Alabama if you're anybody the last couple years. Uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about this game because I've got uh, Bama Jim gave me 60 at LSU yesterday. Oh, that's pretty safe. There. I'm feeling pretty confident with the 60 points to LSU's chances. Not so much. Uh, I think uh, I think you're going to see. I, if I had to predict it, Jamie, I would probably go 21 nothing. Really? Yeah, 21. LSU does not score. I don't think I think Bama shuts them out. So that being said, I don't think Bama uh, scores a lot of points. I think they probably score one on uh, defense. I think LSU special teams, teams or something, and I think they they break open a close game after halftime uh, and beat LSU. Yeah, I think this is the you know it, it, much like last year it was ten to nothing. I think uh, Alabama's much better than LSU this year though. Um, schematically, I think you know LSU probably uh, Aranda may be able to come up with uh, a quirk that will throw Bama off, um, but it's going to take. Just like Ole Miss beat them, it's going to take some turnovers. Crazy it's going to job. take some, you know, a lot of things go LSU's way to even have a chance. Great job this week, man. Been a lot of fun. I know you're coming on this afternoon, five yeah. o'clock uh, for uh, what high school football game day? Friday night? Yeah, well, uh, Friday night. Uh, we'll kick that off around five o'clock with DJ Dave Robinson, and then of course Sean and that crew, uh, a Motley crew, comes on at three. I'll be on with him at three as well, and uh, we'll get things kicked off. We'll have. Uh, of course, I'm sure a lot of LSU-Alabama talk as well. Mark Kramer and I will be going 7 to 8 a.m. in the morning. Say what? 7 o'clock for the high school football rewind. That's right. 7 to 8 a.m. in the morning, so make sure you stay tuned for that. For our sponsors today, folks, it's been a great week. appreciate all of our sponsors. Make sure you check these guys out. Tell them you heard it on Sports Talk 97.7 and The Edge. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, and simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, sports genius and great veterinarian as well. Our friends at Spa and Avail, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Had some of that oh, yesterday. Kind of good food, yeah. Yep, full $7.99 special pizza.